first of all, I respect Fulton County DA. I actually get on the Ghetto CEO podcast, see how she out here feeling. You know what I mean? She like, the up. streets want to hear from her. But my girl, not even the rest of the people that indicted him don't even got this type of evidence. My girl got down here, right? Mm-hmm. My girl got evidence of him actually phone calls, him trying to uh, finesse the electoral colleges. Like, this stuff has been set up since 1822. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast, where we talk about all things CEO, because y'all, being a CEO is super ghetto, but this is the Monday meeting. Who the hell? Y'all see how I'm lit this morning and she not? I just want to let y'all know. No, because Cody got us recording early in the morning because he got stuff to do, but I'm just not. I don't I don't like okay, to so talk this early. What time was your first meeting? My first meeting was at 9. So what's the problem? Your day done started. Like, not it, really. I was still in the bed. And then what time your next meeting? 11. And you going to have the same energy at 11 o'clock for that meeting? I just don't need to talk to people this early. So what time does Monray appear? Because I would like to talk about the fact that, you know, society and hustle culture try to make you feel like if you ain't getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, you ain't hustling. That's not my life. And <laughs> I I created this life to get up at 9. Like, when I go to my 9 o'clock meeting, I just woke up. So I'm talking to them and processing what they're talking about. But then after 30 minutes, like, I need time to process myself. And then in that 30 minutes, you arrived. So... When you made you your schedule in, in college, what time would you always do your first class for? Like 10, 11. So basically 10 is your sweet spot. That's what I'm hearing. That was because I had to. I would like to start my day at 12. <laughs> <laughs> so what time you go to sleep? I would like to go to sleep at 9 o'clock. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had some outlandish. Like, you know, I'd be, I'd be up to like 3 or 4 because, you know, so if nah, I sleep too late. I like sleep. Sleep is like sleep is enjoyable. I asked the wrong question. Okay. You said you want your day to start at 12. Yeah. What time do you want to wake up? Oh, if I my day could start at 12, I could wake up like 9, 9.30. But I just don't want to talk to people. Like, I don't even, me and Eric have a understanding that when I wake up, I do not say good morning. Like That's I may, rude as hell. I don't say nothing. <laughs> what is this? I look at him and I may smile. I may not. So, basically, he don't know if y'all beef until about... But he know me, so he know that like it's no smoke. I just don't like talking to people. Well, I'm just trying to understand what what discerns if you gonna give him a smile or not. Like that's the thing that'll throw me off. Like it's Tuesday, that bitch ain't smile. We like he don't know y'all at us. Like (laughs) it's just that it just depends on how I wake up. I'm so confused. What do you? Is it based off the dream? Yeah. As soon as I wake up, I well, let me be clear. I don't talk because she don't let. No, no, I I'm ready to. Oh, but Nicole hit me. So I don't start talking until she's up and acknowledges me. See? But no, 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 it's different. How? So she'll still be like, you know, she gonna get mad she ain't here. She wake up with her morning, good morning, I'm like, what's up, my nigga? <laughs> so once I hit a grunt, like DMX, you wake up with DMX, oh like, all right, boom, now we can start our day. But she'll say it when she wake up, and then I kind of just start talking. She, she tell me good morning every morning. Oh, that's wild. And what? you don't say nothing. Good morning, baby. It's, hold on, time. Because <laughs> you done had a nine o'clock. 
How you just not telling this man good morning? I just don't. I don't like talking in the morning. Like, I was the kid that would get on a bus. I don't want to talk to you. You just, that's rude. Like, you don't see how that's kind of like. Maybe, but it's just my personality. And do you feel like you've lost any opportunities by not doing it? Like, in, professionally, like, at any point in your career, you're like, man, if I was able to do blah, I could probably. I mean. I mean, like I said, hustle culture, if you listen to Steve Harvey, he talk about you got to get up by 6 o'clock and you got to be moving. And in my life, I have tried. Mm -hmm. I try to get up early. I try to, you know what I'm saying, do all the things. I try. But it's like, why am I trying to be what other people tell me I could be? (laughs) Like, I like getting up at 9 o'clock. What is wrong with it? And I like going to bed at 9. I got a 12-hour shift, 9 to 9. Okay, okay, okay. So here's my other question in if more people had the thought process of work in your comfort zone or work, work, what, where you feel like you can do your best job. Do you think the workforce in general would be different? Like if more people was like, I, right, I only take jobs that are from one to eight. I only take job like, do you think we see better workers out there or because we are on this Henry Ford, uh, 40 hour work week? Like, so we should work. Cause if you go into other countries, then they, they don't work like we work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't do a lot of stuff like we do. And I don't understand how we are the greatest superpower, but anyways, um, we work harder than everybody. No, that's not it. That's not it. Cause we got guns. That's why we the superpower, but somebody going to blow our shit up. And then it's going to be like, no, y'all ain't the superpower no more, but it's okay. We can work their hours. I take it. I mean, like, if you're going to take over the country, like, give me the perks. Don't like, don't, don't come over here and be like, yeah, nah, nah six-hour work week. Nah, nah, y'all over there doing 27 hours. Let me yeah. get some of that 27 hours. I saw a clip on Instagram. I'm going to you this. And it was a guy talking about how he he has three days to your one. Okay. And he basically, I don't know what he does. I, just, I remember you sending me this clip. Did I send it to you? Yeah. Okay, but he was just like, all right, so boom, from... 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. is day one. And 12 to 6 is day two. And then 6 to 12 is day three. Okay. So I don't know if he changed, if he does multiple things. And I work in this company in the morning, this and that. I don't know how he does it. Okay. But do you think there are advantages to that? Or is it just like, nigga, go to sleep? Like, (laughs) you you ain't sleeping anymore. I mean, I can't necessarily say, um, it's advantages to not. I think everybody just are we're cal- calibrated differently. Mm-hmm. Like you have a certain and and the way that I work now is completely different than the way that I used to work as a twenty three year old, twenty two year old, right? right? So I can't say that I won't change by the time I have kids. I might be like, oh, I only am working. I do have to get up early because these people, little people in my room, it's six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? They so, coming. And I have to change, you know, I have to conform. So that means maybe I am a six to seven type of girl, you know what I'm saying? Or a six to midnight type of girl. I just feel like in this season in my life, I am putting forth what I desire. And listen, it's my body. My body wants to sleep right now. My mind wants to sleep right now. I want to be at peace. So I'm going to be at peace. Period. So 
right, all right. Um, but you didn't ask me how my week was. I, that's what I was going to. Oh, okay. Like that, we sometimes we deviate. I was just trying to figure out because y'all know how like she started. She's like, "Good morning, work for another week of the market." I mean, we didn't, you know, she be giving it to them, yeah. and I just didn't want them to think like you wasn't on your. Sh- we just at a different time, so now yeah. they know what season we in, or yeah, I guess the time it's we too in. Too early. I it ain't that guys. It's literally like finna be eleven o'clock, like twenty <laughs> minutes. Like, but whatever. <laughs> but we normally record in the night. We time. do record it. But think about the people we talking to. Like y'all be on in the car on the way to work. Like true. And so they day done started when they hear this. So they yeah. we, they be utilizing your they voice and Celsius. your. Uh, I should have had a Celsius. Is that what are is it like Red Bull? I don't know. <laughs> do you drink Red Bull? No, I know it's actually so it's supposed to have zero sugar and it's supposed to be healthier than a Celsius. I mean, like a Red Bull or whatever. It's an energy drink, right? But it's not. No, actually, it's not an energy drink. It's a pre workout. Gotcha. So you're supposed to drink it before you work out or whatever, and it's supposed to be completely healthy. Okay. Um, but it actually tastes really good. Like Red Bulls don't taste good. I love Red Bull. You never mind. Anyway, so like you, you drink you, liquor straight, like well, and you, I do, I do. I go a lot. Yeah, I see me drink liquor straight. Listen, so uh-huh. you got to do something this weekend. I did. I went to see Beyonce. Uh-uh, uh-uh. How was it? Okay, Beyonce was. A magical experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a lot of people are saying it, but my my reasonings are completely different. One, because I always feel really good when I step out of my comfort zone and then it works. So tell me what was the stepping out of the comfort zone? Okay, so I am not a... <laughs> They're going to be like, this is stupid. But I am a planner. Like, I uh-huh. like to know what I'm doing, what I'm wearing, how I'm getting there, what all, like, what's all the plays, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's that's just how I live my life. Like, I plan and strategize everything. It's a skill I have. Right. Um, but I wasn't planning on going to Beyonce. Not that I didn't want to go or I just, like, if I go, I go. If I don't, I don't. Like, it wasn't a big deal. So, but. Up until when did you know you was going? Um, so the day before, um, Casey, my friend, called me and was like, "We're gonna look at Beyonce tickets tomorrow. Um, you want to go? If we go, I'm like, yeah, I got two hundred dollars. Whatever this two hundred get us. Wherever you know what I mean. I was like, I got two hundred dollars. It's my budget because it's like, I would I did I enjoy going to see Beyonce before on the on the run tour? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Am I the fan that needs to be in the front row to feel her sweat coming out? No, I'm actually going to be offended. Like, don't sweat on <laughs> so, me. That's nasty. Okay. Okay, so I'm like, yeah, I got $200. Well, you know, we can get a ticket. We can't. We, can, we can't. We can't. So by the time, so Casey called me around 11 o'clock, and she still hadn't found no tickets. I was just like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to stay home. I started planning my night. Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, start watching this TV show. I might clean out my closet. Like, I just, and so I, she was like, nah, just get dressed. And then we just going to go down there. We're going to try to get some tickets around 7 o'clock. And I was like, all right. So I started like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm hyping myself up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dang, I look ugly. <laughs> like, my hair not done. I had just took the little braids out. So my hair not done. I literally had two nails on one hand. Like, it was just, I, I like, now, even though I'm going last minute, Beyonce deserves more right, than you this. Got, you got to give them more. Right? Like, I got to do more than this. So, I was like, all right, let me go to the nail shop. So, I go to the nail shop, get my nails done. And then 
I was like, even if I don't go, I still needed my Right, right. So you now, know what I'm saying? This wasn't an added expense. She exactly. Like, I, I already needed. Yeah, okay. I already needed to go. So then I come back and she was like, we gonna leave around 530. And I'm like, I'm talking to my friend Khadija. She had just went to the concert the night before. Friday night. Yeah, yeah. she like, it don't start to nine. So then now I'm panicking. <laughs> I'm like, we gonna be sitting up there this whole time. What are we gonna be doing? What is gonna like, you know, now my planner and my anxiety is kicking in. So I'm like, all right, cool. So um I was like, well, at least let me call the driver. You know what I'm saying? We gonna try to catch the Uber. So we call the driver, he take us down there, he get us in the back row. Like it was an easy process. Even when I was trying to figure out how to do my hair. And I made a post about this on Instagram. You were trying to do your hair in a in the car with the No, driver? no, no. I was trying oh. to do my hair before we left. Okay. Right? I'm like, uh, this nigga the best driver in the world. He got a salon seat or what? Fix. So I was trying to do my hair. I made a post on Instagram because I do not know how to do my hair. Right. Um, I can flex the ride it. I can do all the things, but I am not a hairstylist. That is why I go to cheap. But, of mm. course, last minute. So figured out how to do my hair. Found the outfit. I had a couple still. You know, you got to um, wear silver to Beyonce or the sparkles. You got to be in formation. I was gonna ask you about the theme. Yeah, like I, where did because where's the tie in? Like it's based off the album that she just yeah. did. Yeah, so on her album, she's in silver. Um, you know, camouflage is like a Beyonce thing because she wears camouflage in on a soldier video. That that's Destiny Child, but Beyonce. Like, okay, keep going. She wears camouflage on stage in one of her sets. Okay. Um, and then some people wear pink because she wore pink on one of her sets. So it's like you just kind of got information. So do they do the artists put it out like this? No, no. Let me tell you, this is one of the things that I was like "Eh," about. Like I was excited about, right? So, anyways, get to the concert, do all of that, get my hair done, found the outfit. Actually, the dress I had was a swimsuit cover up. Yeah. Put on some shorts under whatever, rocked it out. Now I'm at the concert, right? Concert started. Now, mind you. We got the tickets. Casey had accidentally got these tickets. She thought they was in the 100 section, and we was, like, in a good row. Then she was like, dang, what's uh, listening only sleep seats? Like, y'all you couldn't could- see your say? So, listen. So, then we get there, and we see the seats. We like, hey, it's not that bad. We can see backstage. Like, we can't see the screen. Yeah. But we real close to Beyonce. Like, okay. I can see all her movements. So it was a give and take type Yeah, thing. like, I can't see the screen, <laughs> but I can see Beyonce. Right, right. You just need to be there anyway. Listen, I had no expectations of yeah, being there. Yeah. So this guy, we got this for a hundred dollars. I don't care. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Win. Cool. Win win. Anyway, so we had a blast. But the whole time I'm studying Beyonce. Like I'm studying. Like I'm listening. Cause I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm having fun. But I'm also looking at the fact like, one, Beyonce got a teleprompter. And you would think that Beyonce and she uh Beyonce is a elite performer. Mm-hmm. With a teleprompter. With her lyrics. Okay, that's what I'm going to ask. Yeah, like with her lyrics. And because Rachel pointed out, I was like, not Beyonce don't know her lyrics. And I was like, that means that, like, we just shouldn't hold this high standard. You know what I'm saying? We could do anything. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay not to be perfect. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you look at Beyonce, you like, I got to be perfect. No, it's okay not to be perfect. Because, look, Beyonce got to read her own lyrics. Is there any, and it probably doesn't exist, but I'm going to ask anyone, is there any footage of Beyonce ever not knowing her lyrics that we know about? 
Like no. she up there, she forget the words. Because I think Beyonce is such an elite performer, she'll just make us sing it. Well, that part A, but then B, I also feel like it's harder for singers to kind of like improv. Yeah. Because like you, if you in a certain note or a certain key, you can't just make up another word and sing it the same way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Versus music artists, they got like they change line on the spot. Like, oh uh, yeah, and we in Atlanta with it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the crowd, just gonna say, oh, he's trying to sound a nigga freestyle. Right. But if a singer do, and it, I think like, it also depends on your energy because you think of uh, Auntie Patty. We love Patty. We love Patty, but, but <laughs> <laughs> Auntie don't be knowing them lyrics. That's true. Okay, so she had the teleprompter. Uh-huh. The other thing I looked at while she was performing. She also called out people's names. And I was like, this is great. What you mean? So she was like, come on, Kelly, dance with me. All right, Kevin, turn up. And she was just calling out names. Oh, now, so she don't know these people? She may. I don't think she know these people. She just saying, okay, these are common names of people who are 90% chance. Yes. Out of these 40,000 people, it's a Kelly. Correct. Sally, this Keisha, and they was going crazy. Oh, my God. Beyonce coming. And all the Atlanta scam was like, all right, we got the first name Keisha. We're going to the We get the last name and the credit card, and then we're going to get her, get her ass. So they just, she, Beyonce is working with the scammers in Atlanta, getting know. people to know what section these folks' name in, and then they going down there with the card readers. Period. Not Beyonce at Atlanta scam. Oh, I did not see up. this coming. It's genius. You are stupid. How you feel? Because she would have never in a million years said your name. Monray? <laughs> She'd be like, All right. I mean, I get it. If she said it, she meant it. If she said Monray, would you have passed out? Oh, absolutely. Because that's like a. I think that was an invitation for me to go on the stage. That's when we go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually get to do that. You said my name. You need me. Like you call me. Like you, how can huh? I? What What do I need to do, ma'am? That's what you wanted me to do. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh. So she, and so that showed me community. Like you really need to be tapped into your people. Mm-hmm. The last thing that I got was from a business that, cause I'm all looking at this from a business standpoint. Of right? course, course, sure. Right, of course I am. I can't just enjoy it. Yeah. The last standpoint I got, well, no, two more. One of the standpoints I got was the actual dancers. So I, because I was the backstage, technically, mm-hmm. right? I can see backstage. I can see the front. You did plan I, right, <laughs> I'm, I'm all in that business. I'm like, what they doing down there? So I can see the dancers before they go on stage. Mm-hmm. When I say the dancers backstage so hype, like they was like, what is these pull ups? They was mm-hmm. doing pull ups on pull up bars. Like they was trying to, I guess, get hype before they go on stage. They gotta be committed to the mission. Okay, your staff has to be committed to the mission. Everybody was seamless going in and out. They was pulling up. They was doing flips. They was getting hype. Now, it's probably some dancer thing where you're trying to get to show your muscles or whatever, but I felt uh-huh. like it was commitment. Okay. okay. I want to go out here and do the best. Even her trumpet player was pregnant. Okay. And was on stage. That's the commitment to the mission. So, how do you think, because you said a lot, so... You got to build community within your community, but you got to build community with, inside your company. Absolutely. Right? You got to have culture. So, yes, they're committed to the mission, but it almost seems like they're committed to the vision. Absolutely. And I, I could, would you assume that if they were dancing for another artist, they would have been that same way? Bruh, I just, you so you know, I just went to um, the Money Bad Yo concert. Yeah. It was not the same energy with those people. Meaning the backup dance. Yeah, like it was like they were trying to figure out the moves on the stage. 
you would never with Beyonce. And so I think it's a certain standard that you just set within a precedent that you set not only within your community, but also within your company that we perform in excellence. Right. And we don't accept anything less. And then also you up there with Beyonce. So I if mean, you're not giving it, you're going to look crazy. Stupid. Because she's going to go every time. Absolutely. She's going crazy. But that, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's a certain precedent. Like, you got you to gotta give it, you know? And the last thing I noticed was, um, so we had community. We had culture. Um, and the last thing I noticed was just her audience. Mm-hmm. Like Beyonce target audience has shifted. I'm not gonna say drastically, but she has like called them out more. All right, so let's go back. Okay, you went to the on the run. Uh huh. What was the target audience? Like who was she appealing to? We went to on the run, but did we go in New Orleans or Atlanta? Here, okay. So we went to on the run in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing as many um LGBTQ uh, people at the on the run tour. Like not okay. So they probably were there because we're in Atlanta, right? But um, and it was a Jay Z concert, so it might be a little different, right? Mm-hmm. It was Jay Z and Beyonce, but so both of their fans, obviously, yeah. Right, but right. it's just like I didn't see them show up like they showed up for Renaissance, okay? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like what Beyonce did is she seen who started to adapt to her, and she seen a piece of the target audience that was basically being left out. Right. Mm-hmm. And say, OK, let me cater something to them. Let me call them out stronger. Not that, you know, the LGBTQ community didn't support Beyonce before. Right. But she wasn't curating and narrating things specifically for them. No, that now she is. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny you say that because I'm a listen. Like Beyonce uh, drop, I'm gonna listen. You yeah. feel me? Like that just it's just certain artists like Drake drop. I don't care how you you gonna listen one time. It's just certain things they right. drop, you gotta pull up. Yeah. And when I pulled up to this Beyonce album, normally I obviously know the album is not gonna be made or catered for me. What I was primarily looking for, Nicole down there, what I was primarily looking for is hey, where that one that I could be like, oh, this like, you know, when you think about like catered to you. That that's for me. Yeah, me myself and I. Yeah, that's for me. Like you know, she make them for me. That was ten years ago. Bro. Look, but I'm just saying when I listen to the album, when I, when I pull up, I'm like, all right, what? what honestly, this gonna sound wild, but I felt like I'm a diva was for me. Oh, like we, I ain't gonna lie, we, we was in in high school with it, but the beat was so hard, like you know, a diva is the female. Ver- I was in there with her, like that. Okay, well, that's one of them ones. So when I pulled up the Renaissance, I was just like, oh. She wasn't thinking about us this time. Like she wasn't thinking about me. Yeah. Cause she ain't like I ain't had that like I ain't get it. You ain't get your one. Yeah. So And I can understand that. That's why I said like, I feel like she one, this Renaissance is a house a uh, house album, right? Like mm-hmm. it has And I'm house. outside. Yeah. I hate you so I just uh so it's a house album, but I also feel like, you know, like I said, cause I don't know every I'm a Beyonce fan. I love Beyonce and I'm gonna support everything that she does, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know every song on the Renaissance album. Right. And I said that before we walked into the concert. Like, I might not know all these songs. You know what I'm saying? I know some of them, you know, but I'm not a fan of house music. Right. So that's not my vibe. But, like I said, it's for the girls. Yeah. The girls that's going to do the voguing. And, the, like, so you could tell in this concert they came out. Like, they, I seen the, um... A man in a speedo, some stripper heels, and some little titty cover ups. That is the vibe of the concert. I was here for it, baby, because he was straight giving it to us. Okay, <laughs> baby, it had me put to shame. I was like, let me put these little titties up. This fool. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying that was so that was the vibe of the concert. So it made me be like, okay, as a business owner, figure out who the ones that's riding for you, who the ones that's really and also kind of left out. You know what I'm saying? Because who was really targeting now? Controversial, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Now got people voguing and yeah. giving all the giving something for the girls. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But anyways, so just figure out who riding for you, and then you go hard and ride for them. Okay, okay. I loved it. So, that was Beyonce in Atlanta. Yep, yep. It seemed like Atlanta got a lot going on right now. Atlanta is turned up. What we do? Listen. Not the indicted Trump. Trump. Not big Trump. Big Trump. Not the big one. Big Trump, not the little one. Hey, what happened? What so, apparently, um, the Fulton County DA, this is the same lady that hit Young Thug. Free Thug. <laughs> he ain't do it. Friend, you know this for a fact, huh? <laughs> anyway, like, well, what what's what what are facts? But just continue, okay? Okay, so Fulton County DA, the same lady that hit Young Thug with the Rico, hit him with a Rico. So let's go back or indicted him, right? Did they hit Trump with a Rico? Oh, what? like wow. do she just Rico, Rico happy? Like you can't get everybody Rico. She got to name her song Rico. That's what I'm word. saying. Like she's just walking around the hood like Rico and trying to see who answers. She gonna lock him up. Facts. But so, so Trump is now has four indictments nationwide and is facing over seven hundred years in prison and work. still running for president. Let's yeah, be work. clear. Cause here's the thing, bro. I want I want people to understand. If Trump was black, he'd be our superhero. <laughs> like Trump do the most nigga shit That's fair. and then be like and try me but he, he don't get nigga consequences cause he white but let me tell you something Trump actually is should have, he missed his calling as a comedian I think that Trump could have did whatever he wanted I why mean, cause he started off all that goddamn money his daddy gave him that's hey you know right. you can do, do whatever, whatever you right. pay for it but then secondly what I'm finding out about Trump is He's having the conversations that most people have in private. He just do it in front of the world. With oh, absolutely. I mean, they didn't gave him his Twitter back, so he don't know how to. I think his ex. His ex. Back. His exing, actually. That's stupid. Um. So it's the fact that Trump. So now he get indicted or whatever, and he now he going after the Fulton County DA. Yeah. He like well when she used to be a prosecutor she was. Effing on thugs. She's she's a thug lover. <laughs> Why? Like, <laughs> but she won't free thugs. So that we know that ain't that true, ain't Trump. true. Like, she don't love she, thug. Nah, not at all. He, he be out right now. Period. So so Trump basically is running around here like Tupac. He think he Tupac. And here's the thing. Um, y'all not gonna like this. Okay. I think he got my vote. I think I who think got the vote? Trump. Trump pop. True pop. True pop. True Pop got my vote. I, I swear to God, I'm getting shirts made. I, I'm going to put him in a bandana, throwing up West Side, and it's going to say True Pop. That's stupid. It's, man, I you, don't steal my, y'all better not steal my idea. Matter of fact, we might have to, if I see somebody, bring, I need to, hey, Bert, uh, patent True Pop from a record. Bro, that's not, it's not. It's, it, we, we gone. A patent is wild because we, you, I that's not an invention. I'm, in, I'm inventing the name True Pop. Um, this is wild. Anyway, um, we voting for him. Who? You. I'm not voting for Trump. But you like nigga shit. Like you was at the Moneybag Yo concert. I do, but if, it's if, like. If this was Moneybag Yo running around here with four Ricos, you like my baby daddy. Like, like you would be hyping. But because it's Trump, you sitting here like, oh, no, we can't support this. 
Y'all but, okay, vote for hold it, on, hold man. on. Listen, listen, listen. There's just some, okay, it's like this, right? Think about even the church, right? Mm-hmm. There's some positions you could play in. Mm-hmm. You could play and be on the motherboard. Mm-hmm. You could play and be in the choir. Mm-hmm. But the pastor just got a certain standard that he yeah. got to live by. Yeah. The U.S. of A yeah. is the same way. Uh. Like, you could play, okay, I ain't going to, you the mayor and you got some dirt. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. You even the governor. And you a little shady. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But the president of the United States is out here acting like true pop. Yeah, like that's is wild. Like that's the what is this country it. coming to? True trueness. But and then I go back to I go back to the fact that Trump never wanted to be president. So the fact that we are allowing and condoning this behavior and he didn't want this, this has literally became an ego stroke, a dick riding contest because yeah. he want to see how big his dick is and how far he can go. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, he's went the furthest he could go. That's why I know my nigga care, bro. That's why I know my nigga care. Cause like I hear the thing. Let's say you fight somebody. Yeah. And you you win. don't woke me up. Yeah. Shit. You fight somebody and then you win. And then you know it's time for like the rematch. And like Porsche got them hands now. Porsche like done bop 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 put some things to you, right? It's hard to go back for that ass. Trump done got his ass whooped facing Fed charges, Rico's indictments, all these things nationwide. And he's still like, nah, nah, America. I got y'all. I got y'all, bro. But it's like, my thing is, did he really win if he got all these indictments about how he was convoluting Absolutely. of how to get these votes? Absolutely. This nigga, let me tell you, let me, first of all, I respect Fulton County DA. I actually get on the Ghetto CEO podcast, see how she out here feeling. You know what I mean? She like, the up. streets want to hear from her. But... My girl, not even the rest of the people that indicted him don't even got this type of evidence. My girl got down here, right? Mm-hmm. My girl got evidence of him actually phone calls, him trying to uh, finesse the electoral colleges. Like, this stuff has been set up since 1822. This nigga, that's why I'm voting for. You know how bad you want to win? <laughs> To call the electoral college and be like, hey, hey, fuck all that shit y'all on, but yeah, do this for your boy. Also, like, that's dedication, okay? Like, think about, what would you want in an employee? We was just talking about employees. Yeah. Do you want the person that's going to go above and beyond to do whatever <laughs> it takes backstage doing pull-ups? Do you that. want the person who going to... Uh, have the teleprompter and rig the teleprompter? Or do you want the person who just going to say, well, I lost fair and square. Sorry, Monroe, I can't do it for you. I tried. Did you go above and beyond? Did you pursue every alternative? Those are the questions that we ask when we say we are solution-based and there's always solution, even if it ain't a good one. And his ain't necessarily a good one, but he is providing us solutions, whatever it takes to win. I just think that I just don't support it. I also don't support him, not because I feel like it's very comical. All the things that he do, I think he's a hilarious person. I think that, I, I think it is, but I think you are literally playing in my face, in my with my livelihood. Not only just me, because I get out of, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I'm 29 years old. I mean, I got probably, what, about 40 50 years left on this earth like but my kids my grandkids like you are literally messing with the trajectory of my family's legacy because you plan because you want like at this point just go somewhere else you know what i'm nah, saying nah 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 i'm gonna tell you why i respect you. true pop 
True Power biggest con- contribution is when he got into a bind, what he did. Foul bankruptcy. Trump did it and told everybody, this is how you do it. And then told everybody uh, else, they stupid for not doing it. Same I, thing with the taxes. I, I just, He's I don't know. I mean, hero. like I said. I would respect him and I, I actually would respect him and think he's probably a better person if he just stayed a businessman. Like if he was just a businessman and we was just filing bankruptcy yeah. and he was just doing scams in New York. Yeah. Like if he, I'll just be like, all right, man, Trump is crazy. Like right. he out here doing some nigga shit. But the fact that you are messing with the highest power, the highest seat in the government and you literally have four indictments, 700 years in prison that you are facing and you talking about you ain't going to jail at all and the white privilege of it all is he probably won't face any jail time he's not gonna face jail time but that's white privilege because if a nigga did this if a nigga did nigga shit then niggas would be in jail again niggas would never even have got this far and that's where i I, exactly that's what you gotta appreciate if obama did anything close to this Uh if obama they was mad because obama was parents was from Kenya or whatever they was from they was mad because they felt like Obama Obama threw up with the peace sign or the black power sign or something else and the oh no he did a fist pump and they was like oh he's convoluted he's like he went too goddamn far Trump is out here I'm agreeing with you selling out pussies and fucking doing and doing all kind of crazy shit and 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 my question remains if this was Diddy We'd be like, hey, that nigga did it face the 700 years. Now he running for president. Like, if this was one of our niggas. But we wasn't like, like that with Kanye. Because he didn't just do this. He he did that and then went left. Like, we we also care, like, what you do. But more importantly, like, what you say. And he was saying the left field shit. It was like, yeah, yo, we good, bro. You bro, can't. Trump literally says whatever gets. Like, Trump is like on. He backstage, like, on a uh, barometer, right? Like, he like, fuck bitches. Ooh, ooh, they like that. Yeah, fuck them bitches. Yeah. Like yeah. he has no commitment to anything. But that's what I'm like, saying. Like Trump is a such a, a version of a narcissist yeah. because it is self-serving. He has no right. Like he believes in nothing. He yeah. believes in whatever y'all put. That's why, nigga. If the white, the the poor dunk white people did support him, uh-huh. and black people support, him, he would have been out. He'd be like, yeah, reparations for all yeah. of y'all, nigga. Man, yeah. the, but like, that's what he would have been whoever he needs to be, and that's scary. Do you not feel like, because I know people like this. I'm a guy high. I know people like this. Because people that actually do whatever they need to do to be able to adapt to whatever environment. Like, if you need me to be this person, if you need me to be that person, I could be whatever. That is scary because I would rather you just show up. Like, I, when I see a racist, it's like, I know you racist. And true and true, that's you. Trump. He could be racist. Yeah. He could not be racist. Yeah. He could be gay. Like yeah. if if the LGBTQ community was gonna give him some votes, baby, Trump was fucking niggas. Oh, wow. And that's nigga shit. Like we appreciate all it. Like you ain't said nothing to discourage me. That'd be like the equivalent. Like, all right, today, Cody, uh, we got this client. You know, um, I just need you to be a little flamboyant because he did say you was cute. I'm like, girl, I ain't finna do. Hey, bitch, welcome to like I'm gonna turn it on because that's what you need from me that day. Like, what you talking about, right? I really I, I'm here to deliver and close the deal. So what I'm saying is, you actually brought up Kanye, and what yeah. I'll say about that is, we didn't support Kanye because black folks play with a lot of stuff. We don't play about God. So no. when this nigga start calling himself Jesus and I'm God, like that's when he lost niggas. And until Trump do that, I got, like bro, money was in the streets plentifully. Just know he will. 
I just want to know he's capable of it. Like I said, I completely, I, I didn't know that people like this exist to this world until I got a little bit older and I, I found people like, or people like this found me in this world. Yeah, and they, the fact that people can adapt and be whoever they need to be to get you, they could crown the man. They can make you feel like, like that is scary. Cause it's like, who are you truly? And who do you serve? Um, I Yourself. Guess, yeah. It's self-serving. Like you can literally be whoever you could be whoever. So all we gonna sit here and say is he got my vote. We gonna make the uh, merch, and at the end of the day, I'm leaving America. <laughs> so that's why you you ready to like just leave us with Trump because you leave it and go to uh, where you going, Cody? I'm going to Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah. It, it's time. It is time. Like that's why you trying time. to leave us with Trump. Oh, I'm gonna leave the vote here. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop this shit. Yeah, off. I'm gonna leave the vote and just. I might Ooh. mail in a ballot. Well, if he win, he gonna cancel that shit out. But I'm gonna mail Facts. in a ballot. He's gonna you know. cancel. Oh, he gonna cancel the votes for the other person. I mean, anything to win. Like you, why are you going to Costa Rica? I'm going to Costa Rica for a litany of reasons. Okay. First one is, uh, with my last job, you know, it required me to travel domestically. Yes. So I couldn't leave the country if I wanted to for. To move, right? Gotcha. Because it, and you know, my job didn't offer remote work. So once I left, that's that even company, on your mind, though, huh? We so we've always talked about living outside of America if we could. It was just like one of those cute things you do, like you know, I love to have a pit bull, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I love to have a pit. And then eventually, like the boys get old enough, you feel comfortable with dogs. Like, hey, let's get a puppy pit bull. Like that's how it kind of was. Like okay. it, it wasn't like a uh, every week we talked about it. We was like, oh yeah, I live out the country while the boys are small. Okay. So um, that was the first thing: the ability to do something different. And then again, when you think about the kids, you want them to have experiences, uh, the opportunity to uh, be brought up in a different culture, uh, learn another language. Um, just makes them more. I'd say they have more. I feel. I feel they'll find more empathy and relatability in uh, various groups of people by experiencing different cultures. Mm-hmm. You met your kids. They young yet. You know, we can still groom. We can still groom. Yeah, so some niggas. The other part, some niggas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they vote for Trump, too. Listen. So then the <laughs> other part is like, hey, I I like cheap shit. You know that about me. Mm-hmm. You know, quality mm-hmm. and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. I think like, we, y'all bought my wedding ring with me at Walmart. You remember how much it was? Yeah, $22. $22. Like, that's the life I live. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't need nice things. Um... But if I can have really nice things and it not be expensive, then shit, sign me up. Mm-hmm. So as I started doing my research, I'm looking at like six bedroom, four bath house over there for like seventeen hundred dollars a month for rent. Mm-hmm. Like it's like stupid. I'm just like, why would I stay here in Atlanta? I got a three two. Mm-hmm. My mortgage is twenty three hundred dollars. Ooh, twenty three hundred for a three two. Yeah, in the city. Yeah, south. Yeah, southwest Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Right in the hood. We are gentrifying. You ain't got nothing. They put fiber up last week, nigga. We moving. So anyway, um, why would I spend that when I can save seven hundred dollars a month and get an extra? I don't know, two thousand square feet. I mean, I could understand it. I mean, you know how I feel about it, but I guess so. You're going to Costa Rica and for a week to see how you like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna visit three different cities over there. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna hit the casino. You feel me? Um, they they don't use American dollars. They use uh colonis colonis. I think I'm saying that right. Okay. So I get to you. I'm gonna spend some of their money. I'm gonna eat their food, and you know, if if it all no, goes if you, well, if it all goes well, what happens? 
we moved there in January. What about the podcast? What you mean? How you going to record? I want to make planes. You coming back every week? Yeah. I'm rich in Costa Rica. Like, what the fuck you talking about? Like, please. I'm rich. Anyways, I, I hope you have an amazing time, Cody. Yeah. I hope um the monkeys jump on you. I hope. I um, would cry. I hope you. Actually, I'm lying. I hope that your time <laughs> is terrible. I hope that you realize that this is. I hope God comes down and says, son. I didn't say that. That's like, like, I hope. Wait, wait. <laughs> Play. What happened? How, I how hope he that God comes down and say. Do his voice. Son, I didn't say that. I'm going to be real with you. If that, if I heard God say it like that, I'd just be like, hey, bro, for real? Like, that would be my response. Like, yo, that's how your voice sounds like. <laughs> when you, the first time you present your voice to me, you're going to say it like, hey, I still do it because it's him, obviously, but I'll be, I'll be a team with this. You part. don't think that God has a deep voice? I don't think that's not a deep like that was your definition of a deep voice. Oh yeah, like no, that was terrible. Like you, like, like I was thinking like Morgan Freeman, son. You know that's not deep, right? Like you, am not, I not deep? You just not enough. Like you just sucking in your like that's not deep, <laughs> son. Like that's the deepness. Like you ain't you ain't doing it like that. So yeah, we are gonna try it out. If all goes well, boom, we are gonna move over that thing. For well, a bit. that's what's up. I hope you have a terrible time, y'all. Y'all go on Cody's Instagram and say, "I wish you bad luck." <laughs> so- uh, <laughs> I hope the monkeys jump on him. I hope he get lost in the woods. Wow. I hope the rain don't stop. Like it rains the whole time. It's actually rainy there. season there. That's funny you said. I hope it rains the whole time. He also rented a car, so I hope the car breaks down wow. and nobody can fix it. I don't have money for. Yeah, I hope you realize <laughs> that it's not that cheap. Like, and I hope your wife says I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, sheesh. All right. Well, I hope you have a great week. <laughs> I, I hope you make all your meetings on time. I hope no, because I'm literally 12 minutes late. So wake up and smile at Eric every morning. I no, I'm not doing things. that. But I appreciate y'all. Happy Monday. I want you guys to thrive. Make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe um, to the Ghetto CEO podcast. But also make sure that you actually, actually leave a review because that's what matters. So, Cody, I got a question. What up, Dell? What rhymes with CEO? G-A-E-T-T-O. And we out.